Beyond the fun of the pickleball court lies an even wilder group of entrepreneurs who want to create a big impact in the world. I'm Simon Lovell, and welcome to Picklepreneurs, where my goal is to connect you with stories that matter, help you to grow your business, and create the freedom that will serve you and your community this year and beyond. Let's dive into the show. Hey, so one of the things I love to do is, you know, find out people's backstories um, that have, you know, come into Pickleball. You know, I have a very unique one, I'm sure that you do. And, you know, as I'm going on my journey, I'm starting to notice different things about my habits and how they're changing. And in this episode, what I wanted to talk about was a couple of things. One being, for example, my shift in a, you know, being a single guy, Friday nights and how that's changing now staying out till like 930. You know, I don't drink my last drink was in 2017. So now I'm spending it in a pickleball club, which is freaking awesome. And I love it. And as a marketer, I also start to think about a couple of things, which is the stages of awareness when it comes to marketing, and how it's very important to put together these kind of mini groups and market to those groups specifically. So for me personally, on my journey to becoming alcohol free, you know, I went through, you know, a lot of addictions in my past. Um, and it was a, a long healing journey. I'm personally in a space now where, you know, I'm not in that kind of push pull of, you know, battling going out, you know, getting wasted on a weekend and and just, you know, the habit of being, you know, drinking wine every night and that type of thing, right? No judgment to those who are in that stage. I've been there, but there's definitely a group of people who are trying to change their lifestyle habits. You know, I saw a post the other day on LinkedIn, you know, and it shared a, a popular alcohol brand and how they were now marketing to you know, with a non-alcoholic beverage, you know, marketing to that audience, because there's a trend now in being sober, being actually really cool, just like the market shifting around more healthier food versus just, you know, crap all the time. And so, you know, when I came back last night, with a big smile on my face, as I do when I leave to go, right, we all have that enjoyment when we're packing our bag. Um, But when I came back, you know, I, I really thought about other things that can be facilitated when it comes to like these smaller groups and how, you know, yes, I'm already a pickleballer. So I'm, I know that it is available to me to go because it's open late, but there's also a massive audience out there that doesn't know that pickleball exists as an option. And so they're, patterns are to just, you know, call up their mates and go out, you know, and drink. And maybe actually, that's not what their heart is calling them to do. But they don't have another option. Okay. And so I wanted to talk about these different levels of awareness when it comes to marketing, because I think that, you know, uh, you can apply it in whatever business you have, whether you right, you know, I mentioned on the first episode, you know, whether you're here as a real estate agent, and you play pickleball, or whether you are open in a club or whether you are a coach or whether you are in another business specific to Pickleball. So there are these different stages of awareness. Um, The first stage is this unaware stage, right? So this is when somebody isn't aware of their desire or need to solve a problem. 
So we'll use, you know, alcohol as one. I was in that very, I call it the unaware stage, in fact, right, of my life where I was just in it. And so that was my life. That was my, you know, way of living. I would, you know, Friday night, I would go and see my dealer and then I would, you know, get drunk. And at the same time as being, by the way, a personal trainer. And at the time, I didn't, I wasn't aware that all of this was linked to this trauma that I had. And the reason why I was doing that was because I'm soothing myself and, you know, all of these things. But as life becomes painful, then we start to seek solutions for the pain that we have, right? The anxiety that we have, the suffering that we're in, because we discover that maybe there's a way for us to not feel bad. And so then what did I do? I started to look online for like, you know, I had this massive anxiety attack and I found Tony Robbins and I, amazingly, I ended up working with him. But at that time, it was just this guy talking about the fact that I could change my thinking. You know, I could change the way that I think. So in that stare, in that stage, you know, when people are marketed to, um, it's, it's rare that it's going to get through, right? Anything that you write, because that's not what you want when you are in that stage of suffering, of low self-awareness. And also when we're talking about this example, actually being an addict, right? The next stage is problem aware. So this is when somebody knows that they have a problem to solve, but they're not aware of any specific solutions. So when we're marketing to this audience, there's certain language that needs to be used and there's certain language that needs to be used at all of these stages. In fact, there's a great more advanced training that I'll do later on, which is around something called spiral dynamics, which is levels of consciousness when it comes to marketing. Um, but I think that this, this problem aware solution this is when, for example, you know, you know, marketing, uh, for example, you know, the, the ideal pickleball paddle for somebody isn't going to be really applicable because they don't know what pickleball is. And so what would benefit this audience at problem aware is going to be, for example, a story of somebody who, you know, is around the group of of people who are being sober, having fun and not actually drinking, right? So they, they know that they don't want to do this, but what are my options? I don't have any other uh, options available to me. So that's when testimonials can help. That's when, you know, copywriting, uh, you know, the, the words that you use, um, is going to have to be very specific. And that's also about understanding your audience and where they are at at that time, which is really important to talk to people, right? So someone talking to me right now, you know, I am at the stage where I, I don't have uh, a problem with alcohol. I'm in the stage of, you know, since 2017, you know, alcohol not being in my life. However, as we move through, I will tell you about marketing to me and where I'm at, okay, which I think might be uh, important and useful, okay? So the next one, which is solution aware. So they know that there's a solution to their problem, but they don't know any specific products to solve it, okay? So they may be in, you know, a realm of seeking a solution that they've got the motivation and desire to change 
right? So when we look at, you know, because I was in the fitness industry for a long time, you know, you've got somebody that, you know, if you're trying to market a gym as an example, okay, you've got people that go through stages. First of all, they start to, you know, improve their dieting and then they might start, um, you know, working out in front of the TV because they don't have the confidence to actually walk in a gym. It's so scary for a lot of people. And I think that this is really important for people to understand, which is for a lot of people, it's about having the confidence to make that move because it's so daunting to just be around other people. Are people looking at me, right? Am I doing it wrong? And that's a, a something that you can really apply when it comes to pickleball clubs, which is this group of people that's currently, you know, trying to be active, trying to get fit at home. And they know that quote unquote coaching or personal training or, you know, whatever the solution is, they know that that's going to help them, but there's just too much challenge going on mentally to move them through. But what does move them through is for example, you know, you know, we're in January right now, right? So certain points of the year where it's like New Year's resolutions and also other people inviting them, which is why referral programs are very important, okay? So this is, so you've got unaware, you've got problem aware, then you've got solution aware. Then we've got product aware, okay? So they know that your product exists, but they're not completely aware of all that it does and aren't convinced of how well it actually does the job so for example a lot of when i've had a lot of conversations uh, to entrepreneurs in pickleball often what you'll hear is people say you know people don't get it until they get it they need to play right we need to get paddles in hands is, a, is another thing that that needs to happen the question then becomes how do you actually do that and this is where the micro niching is very important for group for subgroups right so for example you've got pickleball but then you've got for example, fitness being a very good angle to get people in around the fun aspect. So grouping those two things together is very important, right? Fun and fitness. But for someone like me, looking back to where I was in that stage, you know, of trying to, you know, let go of drinking so much, you know, I would have welcomed some strategic marketing that could have helped me to start to connect with people uh, in a social group. Now, I'll give you another example of this, okay? So when I was in my anxiety stage, I found out that doing improv comedy was a great solution to help me overcome my anxiety. But the challenge was, was that I was too scared to go. And in fact, I can remember the first time I went, I was in the room, I had, an, I had a panic attack. I had an anxiety attack. Um, now what got me to go in the first place, it was, uh, you know, being introduced to somebody that, you know, had been doing improv and they spoke about its benefits. And so it piqued my interest. And so then we've got to look at how we peak interest when it comes to social media. How do we start to put something in, in front of somebody that gets someone to say, oh, wow. That's really interesting. And again, going back to what I was saying earlier, stories are very important, right? Um, case studies, uh, collecting those, having conversations with members and finding out, you know, how did you actually get here? 
Um, what were, what were your, uh, you know, drivers, who do you know, right? Because it's those points of contact that are going to be very important, uh, in bringing people in. Um, so we got unaware, problem, aware, solution, aware, uh, uh, product aware. And then the final stage is this most aware, right? So they know about the product and what it does, but they haven't got around to purchasing it yet or taking the action, right? So oftentimes what happens is, and I can remember actually this going back to when I was, um, again, in my low confidence stage. And what happened was I was working out in the gym and that helped me. And I met a guy who mentored me and he was actually a martial arts teacher. And he invited me along, but for like three or four weeks, I, I would walk up to the place, but I wouldn't go in. Right. And then finally I plucked up the courage. So again, going back to what I was saying earlier, and I, I'm going to do other podcasts on mindset, but really understanding the emotions of the audience that, that is on the edge and triggering, right. The safety that someone is going to experience is so important. And that's actually why, for example, video is really important with showing people having fun, having this showing, you know, showing the staff that they're having fun, that it's wel welcoming because it's not just about the smiling face. It's about the safety that that creates for someone that's got high anxiety that's on the edge. Now, of course we, you know, you know, offers help, right? You know, trials help. Um, but it's the words that are said and what are those words that are going to pierce through someone that's going to help them to go, do you know what? This is a place that could really make a difference for me because it's not just fulfilling that need of me getting fit. It's also something with that, you know, I can do in, you know, within a group of people that are like me, like they, they're going to get me because that's internally what someone's saying when they're in that stage, right? If I go here, is someone going to get me? right? Are they going to understand what my needs are? Um, because otherwise what happens is, is that, and this is what happens in January, right? People start, but they don't continue. Now, if someone has a trainer, personal trainer, going back because of my experiences in fitness, right? If someone goes into a gym and they have, for example, an, an induction and they're shown round, um, that's fine if they're left to their own devices. That's why there is an induction for them to show their equipment. But if they sign up with a trainer, then most likely that trainer is going to keep them going getting and getting them results because what actually needs to happen is there needs to be some kind of result, right? Result being they feel better about themselves. That's why when you do a fitness session with somebody, you're going to hit the areas that they want. Right. And there's that famous quote in, you know, in business marketing, which is, um, you know, give them what they need. And then what is it? I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to completely annihilate that quote, but essentially give someone what they need and then teach them what actually is required you know, in the, uh, in the service that you're providing. So, uh, you know, again, going back to the example of fitness, you know, everybody wants to get, uh, you know, six pack abs, right. They want to feel lean. Um, and so you hit those areas, but actually to get the result that they want longer term, you're going to need to do compound movements and other things and lots of, you know, get their nutrition dialed in, but someone coming in, they, they want something specific. I, I want to, uh, I want to feel a certain way. So facilitating and understanding, um, 
where someone's mindset is when they come in and, and, and also having staff being able to read that is actually very important because sensing that someone's feeling anxious, um, understanding, helping them to feel safe, facilitating, you know, for example, uh, in a certain gyms, like an on-ramp of, uh, of sessions to get them established is very important versus, you know, just letting someone go to their own devices. And of course, every club is going to be different. Every, pl- every club is going to have different experiences, uh, you know, and, and training when it comes to this type of thing. But these stages are very important, uh, especially when it comes to uh, the, you know, enrollment side and actually, you know, increasing retention. So going back to what I was saying earlier with myself, with, you know, marketing to me for where I'm at, you know, I'm, I'm now going right on a Friday night. So why is that good for me? It's good for me because I'm a single guy. You know, I spend a lot of time on my own. And so for me, you know, what starts to happen is I can start to feel this anxiety because I want to be around people. Right. Um, and so me for the, tr- the triggers to sell me is going to be around words like loneliness. Okay. You know, spend, you know, are you spending, you know, a lot of time alone and you're not connecting with people, but you want that, you desire that you're just not doing it. You're not taking action. Right. Um, so, so there's a group there, right. And there's also, especially with those that don't drink and who are sober, they, we also like to be around others that get that and understand that. Right. By the way, it's not that I can't be around and don't want to be around people that, that are drunk. I just, there's a certain point of going out on a certain evening that A doesn't appeal to me. And there's a certain point and turning point in the night where if I go to say a club or something like that, like it, the energy just shifts and I don't want to be around that. Right. So, uh, no judgment against those that drink, but if you are, if you have spent any time sober, then you will know that, you know, it's, you know, there's a certain mindset to it. Um, and that's when it's, I think it's very important to start to, once you understand the groups of people that you're marketing to is putting, you know, setting up mini groups within groups, um, these micro groups that can actually build, for example, you know, me, you know, me, me having that as an option, I can then invite, and I'm more likely to invite the other people that I know that don't drink because not only is this a place that I can go to and I can stay out late, right? I can stay out till say nine 30. And by the way, I think that the late, I think the later that, you know, clubs can open, I think that's a cool thing. So nine 30 is great. I mean, honestly, I would probably stay till 10 or 11 if it was open till then. But I think there's also, you know, and I, I, know, I think I've already seen some clubs doing this, which is like start to bring in like DJs and stuff like that, which is like starting to cater to more of that kind of like, you know, fun experience and, 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 and doing that in ways where it's almost like you're, you're in kind of a party. Um, and I've already had conversations actually via LinkedIn around, you know, people that are already right now setting up these really cool things. I don't want to go into details, which is, you know, around a lot of really cool entertainment. And I know that there's lots of stuff already. Okay. So what do I want you to think about? I want you to think about whatever you're selling right now, whatever business you're in. Uh, I, I want you to think about where are you primarily marketing to at what stage of awareness? Is it, uh, you know, most likely you're not marketing right now to unaware or problem aware. You most likely 
you are marketing to someone that is either solution aware, uh, product aware, or most aware. So what I want you to do is, ident- first of all, I- step one, identify who you are mainly marketing to. And then as your action step, it's to pick the step below it, okay? Pick the step below it and start to build a marketing campaign around that specific area. Now, if you want help around that, you can, you know, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, send me a message. If you're unaware of, if, for example, uh, you know, which one you are marketing to, I can ask you a few questions and find out uh, and then come to, you know, start to establish that. And then what's going to happen is, and this is also the same thing. And, I, and I'm thinking about clubs right now, right? Which is like, there's always these peak times and then there's always, always the times that are less full. Well, in the times that are less full, what you need to do if you want to fill those times is start to think about the audiences. And I'll do another podcast on this. What is the uh, what is the audience that would be perfect to market to to come and fill this time because they're not at work, right? Uh, and that's, again, strategic, you know, marketing around filling that time, right? Um, so I love this topic because it's this is all about optimization uh, because, you know, a lot of people, what they do is they just follow what everyone else is doing and they go, well, you know, this this is working in this industry, so I'll do this. But I like to look at the gaps. I, li- I like to look at what other people aren't doing and start to create and innovate around those certain things. So then what you're going to do, so uh, first of all, again, identify where you're currently marketing. That's very important. Then look at marketing to a step below that on that scale from unaware to most aware. Um, and just you know, in the next 24 or 48 hours, just get stuff on paper, like fill a page up of ideas, just start. And I I will hammer this home in podcasts moving forward because I'm big on accountability because otherwise it just stays as an idea or that was useful, but it doesn't get actioned, right? So I'm big on accountability. Um, Just get some ideas down because when you start an idea, it will turn into something. You will get more excited about it. You'll probably start some conversations. And that's something else too. Um, When you go into the stage of uh, going into building out the campaign, it's good to start to have some conversations, whether that's with club members, whether that's with um, people on your email list, serving, that type of thing. Uh, And I can give you some uh, more strategy if you're interested in that. Let me know. Anyway, I wanted to do this because uh, I have noticed change in behavior of myself when it comes to, you know, um, now. I'm so excited to go on a Friday night because now that's, you know, and I might go tonight. Uh, Mostly, you know, I went Friday night, but I'm probably gonna have a rest, you know, rest tonight. But I'm rotating between the Friday, Saturday, uh, Friday, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday. I'm just playing too much right now, and I'm just going to get injured more. So, right, so that's where I'm at. Um, but what I, yeah, what I will say that, and just just to hammer this home for those on of you on the fence, which is it's life changing. It really is life changing for someone that's in a pattern of say loneliness, or someone who's in a pattern of you know trying to get out of a really bad habit facilitating specific marketing to an audience of like, you know, sober people or, you know, other micro groups, um, whatever that is, kids, right? Disability, um, any number of things is uh, amazing and fulfilling. 
when you implement it. Anyway, I'll see you on the next episode. Take care and I'll see you soon. Now, before you leave, I'm very excited to announce the Picklepreneurs Success Games. This is a business-minded community of those that want to add value and learn, get coaching, and also network with those who are pickleball players and also have an interest in business and entrepreneurship. If that fits the description of you, head to picklepreneurs.com and check it out.